What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. Folks, that was that was your guest intro right there. And let me tell you, he does not have class tomorrow, so look out tonight, Champagne. Uh, boys, Boise Buffalo, Boys Bernardi, how we doing? Um, my mind and body will be in uh, Champagne tonight, having a good time, but my soul is in Buffalo with those people who lost an absolute heartbreaker, which we'll get to. But um, I'm slowly getting over it. And now uh, we got the original white 80. The original David Davy seasonal uh, depression. Was, Every, everything okay good. over there in Maple Throw? Oh, everything couldn't be better. No, everything's good. <laughs> that was good, Blaze. I really liked your guest, uh, guest white 80 there. We're going to have to see if we're, that's a long-term plan is to get Mitchell Trubisky to do it for us one time. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, hey, speaking of Mitch, let's, do, let's talk about the Bears. Real, real quick, before we get get over that playoff playoff action from last weekend, Bears hire a new GM and head coach. Boys, what general takeaways from the hirings? I, I mean, what are you thinking? I like the GM hire. I think the guy's been around the block quite a bit. He's played college football, went right to the NFL. He's got experience, worked with a great front office in the Chiefs and how to build a good offense with Tyreek Hill, the Meikle Hardman, finding those guys. Um, I'm indifferent on the – head coaching hire. I think they're trying to do like a Buffalo bill, Sean McDermott thing, but I don't know if they're going to be able to uh, replicate that. But from a neutral perspective, I'm happy with the GM. And I think if you put a good, if you get good players around and draft them, well, unlike what pace did, you'll have a chance to succeed. And that's something pace was never able to do for Nagy, even though they were both horrible. I'll be interested to see what two bears fans actually think of this. There's nothing to think. It's just like, just go and prove it on the field. That's it. Uh, it's not a sexy hire. Neither of these guys are like super exciting. So they're going in just like a very bears direction and see what happens. At least they didn't hire Dan Quinn. Like, cause that would have just been horrible. I think I'm I think with he you was, on that. I think he was I'm by far you. the worst of the three head coaching choices. Cause it's like, we've seen what this guy is at least with Eberflus. It's his first uh, NFL head coaching gig. So, I mean, or head coaching gig period. It sounds like, I don't think he's been a head coach ever. So at least you've got like the upside of the unknown. So we'll see what happens. And, you know, it's still going to come down to if uh, Fields ends up being the guy or not. You can put at whoever coach you want back there, and, and you can say what you will about, like, guys that can develop quarterbacks. But Matt, Matt Nagy was supposed to be the quarterback whisperer, and he didn't do shit with Trubisky and didn't like Trubisky from jump. So we'll see what happens with this guy. I think it all goes back to what Boy said, though. J- drafting well, I think the next couple, the next couple of years are definitely going to – uh, set the tone if these two guys are going to stick around. So a lot of good, ch- a lot of good changes. Sounds like though uh, from the Windy City. But guys, Wait, before go we go to the next thing, let me ask: the Bears don't have a first round draft pick. What is what is a successful season next year? Record what do you define wise? a successful season with this team next year? No Record first wise? round draft pick. The salary cap's an absolute mess. What's a successful season next year? Seven wins. Seven a big step. A big step forward for Fields. That's the. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you want to see. You, like this year, the best that I felt about the Bears was that Steelers game where Fields looked like the guy. He did you look just, like the guy there. You just want to have like whatever, 17 games. You want him to look like that for 12 of them. You don't want him to have a bunch of shit games. You want him to look like the guy and be able to win them a few games like that. He only really won them that one or kept him in that one game. The rest of it was just kind of whatever rookie season stuff. So you want to see him take a big step forward. I think that's the, a successful season. 
I think the key the key to success also means he stays healthy, though, right? Like, I, and and look, they they could have a five six win season. Yeah, maybe they don't get seven or eight wins or 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 more than that, like they would obviously like to. But you know, let him get some more experience and let him stay healthy because I mean, we've all seen it. How many how many young players in their career end up getting an early injury and then you know kind of kind of drags drags down their growth and development in the league. So. Um, Anyways, going going back to this last Saturday, we had four fantastic fantastic divisional playoff games. I mean, one could probably argue that the two games Sunday were probably two of the best playoff games ever played. Um, but first, we we had the the Bengals and the Titans. Obviously, the Bengals came out victorious uh, in Nashville. Boys, anything that stands out from you from from that game that you, we need to be thinking about for for the AFC Championship coming up this weekend? Um, I just think um, Cincinnati is going from playing to a team with Ryan Tannehill to Patrick Mahomes, and I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be able to keep up. I know Tyron Matthew, when he got hurt, that Chiefs secondary was an absolute mess, and Joe Burrow has the potential to do that. But it seems Matthew's going to be healthy. The Chiefs offense is unstoppable. Patrick Mahomes is just on another level. He's an alien. I don't think Cincinnati is going to be able to do anything about it. They got lucky winning that game. There's some horrible offensive play calling, and Ryan Tannehill basically Carson Wentz. You can't win a Super Bowl with those guys. They should be backups from going here on out and try something else. Titans pissed away a great opportunity. I agree. And then look, we all had to, we all had to watch uh, Aaron Rodgers have a really great start in that 49ers game, but somehow really those offenses you know couldn't get much going, and the Packers offense started to kind of sputter. After that first drive, Dave, any anything big that you took away from that game, especially as it relates to the 49ers playing uh, this Sunday for the NFC Championship game? Well, kind of analogous to that Bengals-Titans game where Burrow got sacked nine times. The Niners weren't doing shit on offense. They couldn't do anything. The Packers' Nothing. defense came to play. Um, and you can blame special teams all you want, but it kind of reminds me of blaming Cody Parkey for missing the, the field goal when you had other issues with that team. Um, don't be in that position where you need to, to do something like that at the end. The Packers had Aaron Rodgers on the field with a six-point lead or the seven-point lead. You're up a touchdown with six minutes to go, and he goes three and out, and then they get the blocked punt, and then he goes out there again. The game's still tied with, what, four minutes, three and a half minutes left, and he goes three and out again. They got, like, one penalty, and then he went three and out. So it's easy to blame the special teams because it's an easy scapegoat right now, but Aaron Rodgers didn't do shit either. So if that's his last game with the Packers, good riddance for the Bears. But holy shit, what a letdown! A, a total letdown. And I think at one point in the third quarter, Devontae Adams was the only receiver who even had a target. Even had a target. Yeah, they threw the ball a few times to Aaron Jones, uh, and 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 a little bit to that backup tight end that they got in there. But I mean, you're not going to win a game if, if the defense knows who you're throwing the ball to every single time, right? Like, and, and that's that, that's a, a tough recipe for success. So. Yeah, curious, curious to see if Aaron stays. They made it look easy on that first drive, too. I was excited. Oh, I thought, I, yeah, I thought it was game over, and then they kind of stopped running the ball, having Rodgers pass three straight times in a row. Just The second half was, a, like Dave said, it was a lot on the coaching staff. LaFleur, man, Brad Underwood up there. Reminded me a lot of Brad Underwood in that postseason experience. Just kind of got the – Kind of got scared, didn't know what to do, and choked, and his team lost. And under exceed expectations in the postseason, yeah, it would be interesting to see what Rodgers does. But man, he's just he's just as responsible too. Didn't show up to play after that first drive. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. what have you seen any lines out there? The Broncos got to be the favorite to to get land them. And I saw the yeah, Saints, Saints so. and Colts. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know what the Broncos um cap situation is, but I think the Indianapolis Colts are in a great situation if they can somehow get rid of Carson Wentz's contract and replace it with Rodgers cuz they got Jonathan Taylor, a great offensive line, a good defense. It's a good team. And you're playing in the AFC South, too, which is comparable to the NFC North. You're not playing tough competition until the playoffs. So, Yeah, that's interesting to think about that, too. Like, you ask him what a successful season is for the Bears next year, and you said, like, five or six wins. Like, I think that would be a massive failure if Rodgers is gone and you're playing all the other dog shit teams. For the most part, you're going to play the third-place teams. That whole division is going to be terrible. If, oh, it's going to be awful next If Rodgers is gone, it'll be like yeah. the NFC East. Vikings are bad. The, the Lions are bad year over year. I mean, going back to Rodgers, though, I mean, he's 38 years old. I, for the next team who gets him, he's in the league for what? What, is he, what do you think? He gets a three, four-year Two deal? years. Two years. He two? played great in the regular season. He still got it. It was a bad game, but, man, it's – you can't be a one seed the past two years and then losing at home in the NFC Divisional Playoffs and the NFC Championship, too. It's just not good. Tough, tough look. Tough look. But, Imagine uh, having 30 years of a Hall of Fame quarterback play and only winning two Super Bowls. That would be embarrassing. Yeah, it's, a, it's so, so embarrassing. embarrassing. Couldn't be us. Couldn't be us. Yeah. Don't even Didn't even want to be in that position. Um, Dave, this, this Rams-Tampa Bay game last Sunday – Felt like it was over in the first quarter, right? I mean, Stafford throwing the ball all over the field. He had that one big play to Cooper Cup early. I think they're up, what, 20-plus points in the first half. And then you got Tampa Bay, who comes back late after that turnover. I I, I didn't see how it happened, but I, general thoughts on, on that on that one last Sunday? Well, you had you almost had another 28-3 to moment for Tom Brady. Um I don't know. If you're like the Rams, I think it's just one of those things that you have all the talent in the world and you're going to have a tough game and a hiccup along the way. Um, I, I think I like the Rams coming up this weekend. Um, they've got so many guys on that team. And Odell Beckham has a new lease on life, it seems like, moving there. He looks great. He does. He does. Um, and then, boys, you, you mentioned at the beginning of the show, we had, we had the heartbreak in Buffalo. I mean – what, 17 seconds? 13 seconds. And I think the biggest thing for me is that people talked about this on Twitter and I didn't think of it at first. And I'm obviously not an NFL coach, but why are they not squibbing the kick instead of kicking it out 25 yards from the end zone? Cause that's going to ring, ring off a couple seconds. But um, I think the thing for me is that last play they're playing defense. Like they're going to go for a touchdown and Travis Kelsey gains 20 yards to get in field goal position. My, oh, my. And then when you know they lost the coin toss, you knew that game was over. I will say the only thing I'll complain about is you have three timeouts in overtime. How is that Bill's defense not calling timeouts just to stop the momentum and kind of get those guys rested up? I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but, man, if your back's against the wall, might as well call a quick timeout and see if you can get out of it. Just horrible performance. The AFC East is just absolutely cursed. If you're not a New England Patriots fan, I'll just leave it at that. Dave, Merrick, any thoughts on that game from Sunday night? It was an all-timer. You know, I, I hopped on the money line with you. I had to out of solidarity. And, oh, my God, did that suck. Um, Gabriel Davis, four touchdowns. 200 yards. The game just got completely insane in the last two minutes. Um, yeah, but I'm with you. I, 
it's easy to say when you're going into overtime, like, oh, God, this is over. But, I mean, in this case, it felt like whichever team was going to get the ball was going to win, and then it did. It ended up happening. So, Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I think, the best – Playoff game I've ever watched, Super Bowl I've ever watched. I mean, it was it was fantastic. Those and just like football, and just for a second too, I know Sean McDermott's a defensive guy, but like Leslie Frazier too. Guys interviewing for jobs. There's probably 50 million Americans watching this guy, watching this defense just absolutely implode the last two series of the game. That guy's never going to get a head coaching job again. I know it's recency bias, and they had a great regular season, but it's almost impossible to justify to a fan base and sponsors than hiring that guy after that absolute collapse man just talk about a horrible time to like shit the bed when everyone is watching you i can't even think of anything comparable to something like that i can't no no i mean you you literally could not script the way those last two minutes went it was fantastic it was fantastic but look looking ahead here to this coming weekend uh we've obviously got the afc nfc championship games uh, Sunday, Bengals, Chiefs. That's going to be your first game. Chiefs, seven and a half point favorites. Who do you guys like here? We, uh, really quick thing here, though, we did get smoked on our picks last week, too. Oh, absolutely <laughs> dummy. Absolutely really? dummy. Oh, yeah. You guys were both 0 and 2. I had seven picks out there, and they went 2 and 5. I was you had seven picks. Well, I just did all the games, and then I took uh, a couple of the totals. I was 0-3. My three-team parlay would have hit if you if you faded full faded me. You should have bought insurance. I know. It's the last few games of the year, though. Just get a little action out there. It's fun. You'll miss your yeah, on. I agree. Yeah. But, all right, back to it, boys. Yeah, Bengals- Merrick, to this game, I, I like the Chiefs minus seven. They lost in Cincinnati, and it was kind of a fluky game, and I was on the winning end of that. That was very fortunate. But Dave mentioned this earlier. Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against Tennessee. Kansas City has a good pass rush, and they're going to have to pass the ball against Mahomes. I can see Burrow getting sacked five times again, and this is going to be a much more hostile crowd than whatever Nashville did. Kansas City minus seven. I don't even think it's close. I don't want to touch the total. I don't in that game. I don't have a feel for it, but I think Kansas City by double digits, and it's not even close by halftime, and we're waiting for the second game to start. I I could totally see it going that way, too. Um, as much as I want the Bengals to win just because I like Joe Burrow and I think it'd be a cool story. Uh, I'm with you that, that crowd is going to be a different animal and the Chiefs should have won that first matchup in Cincinnati. Um, yeah. and to your point, as, as we've talked about Burrow still got sacked nine fucking times and they still managed to win the game. Like that's unheard of. Um, and you're just not going to, you're going to need the chiefs to make a few mistakes on offense and you're going to need the, the Bengals are going to have to have them turn the ball over a few times. I don't see it. Um, purely a fade myself play. I'm going to take the under here, 54 and a half. So yeah, what do you think I, chiefs win something like 30 to 15 or something? Is that it? Or do you uh, think- not even, I could, I think it could be like 28, 28, 14. Let's go with that. Okay. Low scoring. Yeah, I don't have a dog in this fight. I was I was thinking the over, but of course I haven't hit an over bet and you didn't bet the Chiefs Bills over? No, no. No, I didn't, boys. And and I'm down even more money after after this weekend. So um yeah, it's it's not good. It's not good. We just um, need a little bounce back week here. We did we have we, we need we need something. We need we need something. Ride with here. us, Uncle Mikey. So it's funny. I, I got a I got a work message from from my guy. Uh, Wait, where was it? Speaking of, of work messages, where was this conference on Tuesday? Oh, uh, Hotlanta. 
Wait, it was in Dallas? No, no, it was in Atlanta. Oh, it, did you bring your microphone with you? I did, just in case. Oh, he cares. I brought it with. I brought it with. GSA is probably looking through your bag like, what the fuck is this thing doing in here? Yeah, what, what, what is this door traveling with this? Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, environmental update. Let's just skip to this. Envir- <laughs> envir- <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> you, you, you can't laugh. This is actually serious business we were taking care of. Um, while in Atlanta, sat down with about 35 to 40 uh, logistics leaders and, and really kind of talked and about the framework of how we're going to establish uh, paperless, bu- paperless billing uh, and, and really reduce the footprint uh, that you know all the BOL uh, paperwork creation goes on in the LTL industry. So fun fact, uh, LTL Digital Council, boys. That's that's my environmental. Uh, that's my envir- environmental bit for the week. He's Mike always Merrick. been about the green, and he's finally going green. It's beautiful. Mike Merrick, the pioneer EP- environmental protectionist of the logistics industry. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do this thing. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Um, Atlanta, right. great city though. Heard it's beautiful in January. Dude, it was it was fantastic. And I mean, we went to a couple restaurants that were. I, some of the best food I've ever eaten. So, um, hot Atlanta, uh, you were a good time, but I don't want to look at a glass of wine for a while. So, um, let's let, let's go let's go back to the gridiron. 49ers, Rams. I'm all over the Rams on this, boys. You, you brought it up uh, pre-show. San Francisco's won both games this year. It's going to be really hard to beat a team three times in one season. Um, and get, given how poorly that 49ers offense looked uh, against Green Bay and knowing what the Rams have, especially in, in that front four, I think it's going to be really hard for, for Jimmy G and that offense to, to get going. Um, I see the Rams. I I think I think this one is a two-score game uh, personally. So um, I could see this like a 30, 31-14 kind of game. Yeah, Merrick, I'm with you. And just like talking about how cruel the playoffs are, Jimmy G has one touchdown pass, two interceptions, and then there's Josh Allen, nine touchdown passes, zero INTs, and he's going to be sitting on his couch watching these games. But um, I'm, I don't have a dog in the fight for the spread. If I did, I'd be with you on the Rams. I think it's hard to beat a team three times, and the Rams look like a good team, like a machine, and I don't know how they're going to be. the 49ers are going to be able to score. Talking about being able to score, I like the under 46 um, it was 46 and a half. It was 47 too. Now it's down to 46, 45 and a half getting a little scary for me, but I want it. I'll want action by the time this game happens on Sunday night. So I'll take the under this game and I think the Rams win, but don't put that one on my card, Dave. Yeah. I don't really have a, a side that I like in this or a total side. So I just threw out there uh, Rams defensive touchdown plus five fifty. Why not? Does that include special teams too? Or just, I don't defense? know. I don't know. That's a good okay. question. I would look that up just to be on the safe side. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably end up just doing like a same game parlay on it. Yeah, I like oh, that. Play. Love yeah. those. Throw love that those. in there. Hey, and Dave. Just do a bunch of other stuff. Dave, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, my man, my man, Richard Staines is doing. Uh, AKA Nick Rains. What do you think he's doing for the Rams game? <laughs> the twenty twenty two Rams. Rams? I'm always dumbfounded. Like I know it's it. I know it because it just happened during our lifetime. But the, the Rams were only in St. Louis from 1995 to 2015. There was only 20 years they were there. We we were there the last year. Remember? It just felt like they were there forever because like it was all of our childhoods. Like they were just there. There was St. Louis Rams. They weren't yeah. even there that long. 
Our friend had a kid that weekend. Um, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> right. Oh, Jesus. All right. We hey, got, what, what did I say? We got PD'd? Oh, we, we did get PD'd. <laughs> we got, we got, we got pertured. We got pertured. We got PD'd. Oh, my pumpkin poopsie on the carpet. Uh, oh, several times. Oh, mercy. Uh, well, look, I, I know, I know. We got three been... football games left, though, too. That's all we gotta got. enjoy it. That's true. That's true. And and keep in mind, though, I know we're in January, but folks, golf season is upon us, and it is going to be a doozy. I'm not you even going to the waste for... management this year. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be there for a work event. Come on now, Mikey um, conferences. Yeah, I, I've got I've got three more in the next three in the next three weeks, four weeks. God, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, it, it's, it's that time of year, but, but look, we're going to get past it. I mean, we're going to come up, come out good on the other side and maybe look while we're at some of those conferences in Scottsdale, Arizona, we're going to be playing some golf, but boys, obviously John Rahm, you, you think, you think this is his year. You think this is his year. Why? Um, I think Dave can attest to this. Um, since the season started, he's finished in the top 14 or better. This week he looks absolutely phenomenal, and Vegas knows this. He was six and a half to one to win um, at Torrey Pines this year. He's already won there twice. We already know he's won the U.S. Open back in 2017. But he looks unstoppable. He's in first place right now. Him and JT are going into the weekend. But he's got a kid now, family man oriented. He's ready to take off, and America's ready to know who this guy is. I don't think he wins not one but two majors this year. I think he wins at Augusta, and he's going to win the fourth one at the Open Championship this year. Just another other couple highlights, too, I want to talk about. I love Molinari this year. I already got him 100-1 to to win the Masters. That number is going to be dropping as the season progresses. He made the cut two times in a row, finished top 10 last week. Me and Dave won a little cash on that. I'm going to keep riding Molinari until there's no more value. He was 200-1 to last week to win. Now he's already down to 80, so Vegas is slowly catching up. I recommend locking in that Masters play, too. And then also Bryson DeChambeau is my last thing. He hurt his back on his ridiculous power swing. And I wonder if all these swings are finally taking a toll on his body. And I don't know if he's going to be healthy this whole year. So he might be an interesting fade um, week in and week out. Cause I don't think he's healthy enough right now to play um, every tournament. Um, so he'll be an interesting one to follow and kind of um, fade throughout the rest of the season. But John Rom's year, 2022, 2022 Rams, 2022 Rom Wordle, just to change a couple of those letters around. It's going to be a great year for those guys. Rom, I mean, he's been the best golfer in the world for the better part of the last year now. Go back to the back half of last year even and the Ryder Cup. He was the best golfer there. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just continued into this year. And I don't think it's gonna be very long until he's only gonna be he's gonna be a pretty short odds to be the favorite in a lot of these tournaments coming up. Yeah, so Dave, not to interrupt, but like back in the day when Tiger was a stud, two thousand eight US Open when he broke his leg in one, he was two to one right when it started. And Rahm is like six and a half to one. He is slowly getting there in these I know. next couple of years. It'll be interesting. So what, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about Tiger coming back this year? How, um, what do you think, how, how much do you think he's going to play? Do you think he's going to play well? What, what What's the consensus there? I think he'll play one major. I think it's good for golf, but he is like 40 and 50 to one right now to win majors. There is absolutely no value on this right now. Do not touch it. Do not touch it. That's my recommendation. Good for golf. It's cool that he's playing. I think he'll play one major because I don't think he can walk five. I don't think he can walk that stretch four days in a row, especially in a major when the when it's a long, larger um, course. 
But good for the game. Don't bet on it. You're better. You're better off lighting money on fire or listening to my dad telling you to buy Bitcoin. Yeah, he's fifty to one right now to win the the PGA Championship. I, I know he's he's generally in the top five every year, but I actually I like DJ to have a big year. It, he's been he's been a little quiet the last the last two years. I know he's uh, had a couple uh, top five fan top five finishes, uh, a, a couple smaller wins since then. But I think I think he's he's posed for a big year, and and I would I wouldn't be shocked if if he came away and ended up winning uh, you know one if not two majors uh, on the year. But Dave, anyone that you're thinking uh, for the golf season, anyone to keep your eye on? No, not right now. Uh, like as Blaze said, we hopped on. I hopped on Molinari last week with him, so that was helpful. It saved me from a disastrous weekend. Um, but I mean, the Golf Channel always has golf on. It's fantastic, and there's the weird like one state of the Saturday tournament this week. But it's always nice. To do you know why, Dave? Do you know why the finals on Saturday? No, why? So like some of the golfers have enough time to fly over to Saudi Arabia to play in that golf tournament that's like being oh. funded by like horrible people, but the PGA is letting them do it. Right. I heard about this. Right. And yeah. Like, so that's why they changed stink. it to Wednesday. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But good guys like Rory and Rom said they're not doing it. But then there's guys like DJ, Justin Rose and Shane Lowry who are going over there to just cast checks, Sons even though it's bitches. blood money. Sons of bitches. You boys got anything coming up this weekend? Uh, nope. I'm going to start watching a little more college hoops. Illinois Northwestern play. Dave, you should go to that game. I, but I heard tickets for that new stadium are like 500 bucks when Illinois comes to town. It's, it's always expensive when Illinois is in town there. Uh, we actually have on my dad's side, all the cousins, aunts and uncles were all getting together because it's uh, Christmas rescheduled. Oh, nice. So yeah, I, I oh, really man. haven't gotten drunk. You guys before. going to Durbin's? No, we're not going to Durbin's. <laughs> we're going to my uncle Joe's. <laughs> Wait, it should, wait, be, it should wait. be fun though. Donnie and Brian will both be there, so it'll be a good time. Did did you break your dry January at, at dinner last night for Mach 2.0? Oh, big time. It doesn't count if it's a birthday or if uh work is paying for it. So I, I'm technically still dry. That, that that's good. Got I, a couple think, more days. I think last I am weekend. Too at this point. Yeah, it's it ends this Saturday, though. I'm getting absolutely blacked out with my cousins. That's fair. You're what getting, about you, your cousin Donnie gonna be there? Yeah, Donnie and Brian will both be there. Oh, Jesus! It should be fun. Oh man! Anything going on in the Big D, Mike? No, um, I'm weighing low after this week. I, 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 I'm exhausted. Have you gotten out on the on the course yet this year? No, but I, I'm. I, I got that lesson scheduled pretty soon here, and then I've got, I've got about four rounds planned before you get here in February. So yeah, that's right. After I take my test, so yeah, well, we might we might go thirty six eighteen when you're here, dude. I was gonna say I wouldn't mind playing thirty six one day if TBD. we could squeeze it. TBD, boys, yeah. boys. I, I mean, if if you're going into the corporate world, um, you're gonna need to know how to play some golf. We we got to get you swinging the sticks. Nah, I'll stick to sand volleyball until I can't walk anymore. Love to bet on golf, love to watch it, just don't like to play it. When we, we went down and visited Blaze, me and Hep did at Illinois, and we were playing, and Blaze I thought was going to murder us because we want, we played almost 36 holes one day, and Blaze was so annoyed because he didn't want to play. <laughs> Blaze, you know you can at least putt when they get on the green, right? That's not fun. Putting is the worst part. I'm like it John is Rob, funny I to me though. It is funny to me though how much you love like watching golf and following golf, and then you just fucking can't stand playing. You can't it. stand playing it. That that's interesting. I feel dude. like even if I was good, it's just something I wouldn't like. 
Like, I'm not good at basketball. I like to play, but it's just golf is just not my thing to play. Yeah. Plus, it's it, golf is a super, super mental game, and you're mental enough as it is. Yeah. Whatever. That's why I like Rom so much. Exactly. All right. So, what do we think? And take a week off, and we're going to be doing a bunch of research on Super Bowl props and seeing how long Shania Twain sings the national anthem. I like it. There's not really much left unless you want to talk about a bunch of college basketball coming up. No, no that's, yeah. what, that's what the dog days of February are for when it's negative 15 degrees up here with six inches of snow. First place just... Illini in the Big Ten, and your your hot guys are playing uh, Purdue tonight. Yeah, Merrick, you gotta turn. We gotta you gotta finish uh, editing this and then go watch the game at eight o'clock. Iowa two and a half point dogs at home against Purdue. I I I, I don't I don't bet on them. It's Keegan Murray and a bunch of shitty white dudes this year. Yeah. Keegan Murray's good, though. He is. He ain't bad. I currently have this Lakers uh, 76ers game on. I don't know why I hate the NBA. But, um, yeah, take a week off. Uh, Next time I probably talk to you guys, if it's not via text, it'll be on here. Coming to you live from Scottsdale, Arizona. Super Bowl edition of three guys from the south side. But, listeners, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. uh, appreciate all the support. Catch everybody in two weeks. Peace.